Say one time, one more time. It's good to see everybody this morning, and hope you're ready, all ready for Christmas, and re realize what it's all about. Last Sunday, we, you know, we started reading the story of Christmas, and I told you I was going to continue with that, but I'm not going to. I'm going to skip forward, and maybe next week finish up what I started last week. I just think it's what the Lord want me to do this morning, so we're going to do that. And if you get your Bibles, we're going to still be in Luke, but go to Luke the second chapter, and we're going to start about the twenty-fifth verse. Luke the second chapter, and we're going to start about twenty-fifth verse. Amen. Don't forget the Christmas program this evening at five o'clock. If you can come be with us, I know it's going to be good. Luke 2, 25, I've used this message before here a few months back. I don't know how long ago it's been, but uh, it's been brought to my heart this morning. And this was after Christ has been born. This is at that days, you know, you read up a little bit further in Luke, and, you know, after they, after eight days, it said in the 25th verse there, you know, they brought Jesus and uh, um and accustomed to the circumcision of the child, this and that. But this is just a little bit, just a little bit later here. Start twenty fifth verse. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem. His name was Simon. 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 You'll get it. This I'm gonna call him the man. You know, get my tongue tied up. And the same man was just and devout, devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was re revealed to him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple where the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him at the custom of the law. And I was just kind of picture this, you know, as he was sitting there at the temple and waiting because, you know, it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit of God that he would see Christ before he died. <coughs> And he said, he needs to come in. And he said in the 28th verse, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for thy eyes have seen thy salvation, for thou hast prepared before the, for the face of all people a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the people Israel. And Joseph and, his and Joseph and his mother marveled at the things that were spoken. And this guy blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, the child is set before the fall and the rising many again as many in the Israel for the sign which it was spoken against. Stop right there for just a little bit. Then we're going to go back and pick some of this up here just a little bit. But I want to talk to you for just a few moments this morning that in the time that we live in and we know that Satan is doing his part. Amen. Amen. And he seemed like he's alive more today than he ever been. I may agree with that. Amen. And probably the one reason is because he knows his time is getting short. Amen. Amen. But we're going to talk about just a little bit. And I've heard, I heard, the first time I ever heard this preached, you know, I listened to it on the radio, it was a, a, a Pentecostal preacher preached on this, and, uh, and he was, he named his, this, titled his message, uh, Sunrise at Sunset. 
And I'm going to try to bring this out just a little bit. I'm not trying to repeat what he said, but he brought it up pretty good. But as you take this man here, as he was revealed to God, that he would see Christ before he died. And I don't know, and I know he was human like you and I was, but I know there's probably times he thought this will never happen. And I know there's times that probably Satan told him, he said, you know, you know, you just, just thought this, it wouldn't reveal to you but this or that. It's just something you had in your mind. This ain't what God told you. And just put these doubts and thoughts. Anybody know what I'm talking about for just a moment? There's times, you know, we got to wait. The Bible says, wait upon the Lord. And there's times we got to be patient. I believe that. But there's times we got to move when we feel the power of the Holy Spirit because that's the time. And I'm just... Briefly saying this, I'll try to get into this a little bit more, but you know when he seen Christ come in, I mean the baby come in then, but Joseph and Mary, he knew it was time. Amen. Amen. And he took him, the Bible says, up in his arms. And then thought, this is it. I know God's real. Because this has come to pass. Amen. Will you bow in prayer with me for just a moment? We're going to pray of this scripture. Father, today we just come to you today thanking you for this time that you've given us to be in your house. And we pray now we open up your word this morning, Father, that you let the power of the Holy Spirit guide us today, Father. And we just pray that you would anoint me today with your Holy Spirit that I can speak what you'd have me to today to this congregation of people. We pray that you would prepare the hearts here today for your word. And we pray if there's need here today that you will be met today before they leave. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, you know, these stories like this, all the time we just read, you know, a certain time of the year, but this story here, you can find so much in this. And I just want to reveal to you just maybe just a little bit of what, you know, the Lord has uh, revealed to me through this scripture here. And we live in a time today, you know, that people, we're in a fast pace of life, you know, and We've got to have this quickly. We've got to have that quickly. Amen. What I'm talking about. We don't, nobody's got much patience anymore. Amen. If you don't believe that, go to the department store and cut in line and see how much patience people has. <laughs> they don't got much. So in this time here that when it was revealed to him that he would see Christ before he died, I don't know how long he had to wait, but he had to wait a period of time for this. But you know today, we today as Christian people today, we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is a place called heaven. Amen, Amen. come on. Amen. We know there's a place called heaven because the Bible tells us that. And we know today that God's word is true. Amen. And we know today that this guy, he had no doubt, he said, you know, when he got to a point, you know, and and probably ever, I'm just going to put the kind of in today's, today's uh, way we look, would look at it maybe, that every time, you know, maybe we, he, we, he, would go to, he would go to the temple, you know, and, 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 and nothing happened. And, you know, he didn't see Christ, you know. Done that probably a lot of times, no doubt. It ain't, I, you can't prove it biblically, but I don't think you can prove me wrong. But he went over and kept on going again. Because it was revealed to him that he would see him. He put his trust in God. Amen. And today there's a lot of things we hadn't seen yet. But we know Malachi, one of these days we're going to see him. 
And there's times of day that, Christ, that Satan, will, Satan gets into our minds and into our a way of thinking, you know, to a place that sometimes we just sit down and not do what we need to be doing. I don't know if anybody's guilty of that, but sometimes we do. We sit down, you know, and say, well, I'm just going to wait on the Lord. But this guy didn't wait. He went to the temple. Every time I think the doors was open and he kept going, you know, and no death of his times, he would get discouraged Amen. because he didn't see Christ. Amen. Didn't see this or that. But what would happen if he would have stayed back that one morning? If he would have said, you know, I've been there so many days in a row and I've been there so many times and I hadn't, this hadn't happened and Satan began to start getting into his mind, you know, this and that. Satan is a, Satan is a clever person. He knows what you're weak on. He knows what you're thinking. He knows, you know, what he can pull your strength, this and that. But there are times, you know, we got to sit back and say, listen, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God's word is true. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I don't know why it hasn't happened yet. You know, you know that God may be revealed to me it's going to happen. It's happened in my life. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the Bible says all things work together for the good of them that loves the Lord. Amen. I know today that the Bible says, you know, that Jesus Christ, the last part of Matthew, it says he'll be with us even till the end. I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt. I know some nights when I'm sitting in bed or laying in bed and I'm crying and I'm lonely and this and that, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus said, I'll be with you. I ain't went nowhere. It's just Satan trying to tell you to discourage you to get to say back up and, you know, not get to where you need to be with God. But I'm here today to tell tell you and try to encourage you today. Don't listen to what Satan says. I'm going back to I'm going to believe in God's word. I'm going to, I'm going to keep on serving him if I, maybe I'm not just where I need to be, but I'm going to keep on serving him because God promised me. Amen. I see this. The Bible tells us a lot of stuff. Come on. He tells us a lot of things. And we got to grasp a hold of them. Amen. So when he was sitting there that morning, or whenever it was, he seen Mary and Joseph come in holding the baby Christ. And he stood up. He said, this is my moment. Amen. This is my time. I want to fast forward to little business. There's times we want to give up and we want to quit and we say this and that. But God's got a purpose in our lives. I mean, believe that. He got things in his lives that sets a reno does and he pulls it just the right time. And I still believe that. The Bible says, I have to repeat myself this, all things work together for the good of them that loves the Lord. I love that. All things work together for the good of them that loves the Lord. Do you love the Lord? Huh? So all things are going to work together for you. Just keep on loving the Lord. Don't let Satan take that away from you. Hey Amen. You know, we act, like, we act like crazy people in the ball game. And we shout at the referee. We holler at him. Have that a crazy call. This is dumb. That's crazy. He didn't do that and this and that. Anybody get guilty of that? Hey Amen. Well, why can't we just tell Satan some of the stuff that he ought to be told? 
I'm not trying to make you just crazy this morning. I'm just trying to tell you that there is peace in the Word of God. Amen. There is joy in serving the Lord. The Bible teaches us and tells us there is nothing that can keep us away from God, from the, what God's got for us. Amen. Amen. Even Roman tells us in the book of Roman, in the book of Roman, he said, you know, it tells us in Romans, he said, you know, if we believe in Jesus Christ, if we believe in our hearts, we shall be saved. How many believes that? Amen. There's nothing can keep her from that. There's nothing going to keep this man away from seeing Christ. He kept on going. He prepared a way for him. Amen. And I'm here today to tell you, he's preparing you a way right now. Just keep on going. Keep on going. When this ain't happened yet, priest, just keep on going. Keep on going. He lifted up the baby. Christ, can you imagine the joy he felt? Oh, a lot. A lot. Amen. I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Christ went on ahead and he done a few years later and then he hung on the cross. He all know the story. The Bible says they laid him in the grave for three days. Amen. And Satan done everything he could do to keep him down. But the Bible says one day the sun come up. The earth shook. The stone, he's got the, the, God sent an angel down there and he rolled the stone back. The Bible tells us, I believe it's in, maybe I think it's in Mark's gospel, there was 16 soldiers there trying to guard it. But when God gets the, when God's time, there ain't nothing going to keep it Amen. away. Amen. How many believes today that we're living in the last days? Let me help you out just a little bit there. There's a place in the Bible that says in the last days, I'll pour up my spirit. I'm about ready to run. He said, I'll pour up my spirit upon all flesh. Ain't nothing the world can do to keep that away. You know, today we need each other. We need God more than we ever need him in our lives today. We need to approach him. We need to have faith believing in his word today. Said, you know, I'm going to find peace in his word. I'm going to find joy and happiness. We can't find it in the world. The world will make you go crazy. They're making the world, people today, young people going crazy today, doing things that's, that's beyond their mind. We're not getting into that. But let me hear, listen to today, the spirit of the Lord. The Bible says, I'm the last days. I'll pour my spirit out upon all flesh. I believe that today. I believe today God still loves his, his people today. Amen. God still loves the sinners today. Amen. But sin can't get into heaven. You've got to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. I believe that. I believe that. So as we look at this, and we'll try to close in just a minute. You think all hope is gone. Even Darren talked a little bit of devotion this morning because of all the crazy stuff in the world. But a lot of times, little, little things make big things happen. Amen. Amen. So, as we look at all this situation on the world, as we look at it to the world today, as I heard this minister preach this message, he's done such a great job at it. But you know, he's, there's one place in the world, and I, we looked it up one time, and we did it on our, she looked it up for me. And there's one place in the world, you know, when the sun, you know, you can see it, it's setting, you think it's dark's coming. 
You know, and you see the sun setting the west of Eden, you think darkness is fixing to fall. Amen. Amen. But there's one place in the world, I don't know exactly, I had time to look it up, I just got this message just a few moments ago. And as there's one place in the world, the sun is setting, you think, you know, when it gets dim, when it gets, dark, it gets just dusty dark, maybe not say dark, but it gets dusty, you think, well, darkness is coming. But as you look at the sun, all of a sudden this thing starts, it rises again. Amen. There is a place in the world that happens. The sunset, the sunrise at sunset. Amen. I'm here today to tell you, there's still some good things that's going on in God's world. Amen. Come on. There's still some great things going on in God's world. God hasn't changed. His power is not, is not weaker. He's still God who he says he is. He still can clutch your name to the Lamb Book alive no matter what Satan says. He can still, you know, he can cleanse you today. He can, he can put, you know, smile up on your face. Oh, today, all we got to tell Satan today, say, listen, this is my moment. Go, God said, I'm going to pour my spirit upon all flesh, and I believe that today, I'm here today to tell you, we are today, as a Christian day, we are to be some of the happiest people in the world. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. And the third day, let me finish that up, he rose from the dead. We've preached that many times before. He stayed on this world for about 40 days and left it with the Father. But you remember that he says, you know, before, when he, before he left, he, he told the disciples, he said, when I get back to the Father, I'm going to ask him to send the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost of God. Oh, Anybody ever felt them goosebumps on the back of your neck, Brother Keith? You know, you can hang a hat on. The world didn't send that. Amen. This power that we have today in the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says, you know, that even the demons tremble at the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So you just had to speak the word of Jesus Christ and say everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. I am washed in the blood of the Lamb. Everything's going to be all right. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Everything's going to be all right. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have a bad day. It doesn't mean I'm going to have to not repent every once in a while. It just means my faith is put in Jesus Christ, and I know he's real. I know today everything's going to be all right. Sun's rise and sunset. Oh, I believe the church is fixing to get to go somewhere. I believe God is fixing to put things together. I don't know why God has kept me here this long, but he's kept me here for a reason. Amen. I don't know why he's letting this church grow the way he is, but yes, it's going for a reason. God has a reason. He has a reason. If you want to see God do great things, just keep on believing in him. Amen. Do you believe that? Amen. Do you believe that? So I'm going to sum this up just a little bit. Yes. This guy went back and forth to the temple. said, I didn't get it. I didn't see it today. But he went that one day. And Mary and Martha came. Or Mary, and, Mary and Joseph came in. Carrying that baby. Carrying that baby. Amen. 
His eyes probably not got that big around. He said, this is it. Our eyes today, Brother Malachi, ought to be this big around because we know Jesus is Lord. They didn't, they couldn't hold him down. Amen. He come as a baby. He left heaven for you. He left heaven for y'all. Man, he had it made. But he left because he loved you that much. One thing I want to close with, maybe to help you out a little bit. The miracle of Christmas. At a garage sale, I found a nativity set in a broken up cardboard box. And as I picked up the baby Jesus, I noticed the finely sculptured details of the infant's body. The newborn wasn't cocooned in a blanket of closed eyes. He was awake and partially unwrapped with outstretched arms, open hands and fingers extended. He says, I'm here, it seems to say. This figure illustrates the birth of the miracle of Christmas, that God sent his son to earth in a human body. As Jesus' infant body matured, his little hands played with toys and then fashioned furniture before his ministry began. Just think about this, Get your, put your mind here. His feet once plumbed, plumbed and perfect at birth. You know, little baby's feet, how, you know how cute they are. Little hands, how cute they are. And he said, it, and his feet once were perfect, grew to carry him from place to place to touch and heal. At the end of his life, these human hands and feet would be pierced with nails to hold his body on the cross. In the body, God declared an end to sin, control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. Praise God. Amen. Romans 8 and 3 says, if we accept Christ's sacrifice as payment for all of our wrong and submit our lives to him, we find relief from sin's bondage. Can you say amen? amen? From sin's bondage, if we find him and confess him, man, what a joy. Amen. What a love God has for us today. Because the Son of God was born to us as a re real wiggly kicking infant, there's a way to have peace with God and the assurance of eternal eternity with him. Can you say amen? The world didn't give that to you and the world can't take it away from you. Hey man, this guy here that helped Jesus Christ up, he said, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know today, as we accept Christ as our Savior, we just say, Lord, I'm ready. Not ready to die, I'm just ready to live. I'm ready to live. Amen. Amen. Anybody get anything so far? Sun's coming up. Amen. Sun's coming up. You stand with me for just a moment. Amen.
No doubt, I'll say, repeat myself again. This, doubt, this guy got tired probably and probably said, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen, but it did. Amen. God told us he's going to pour his spirit out on all flesh. I believe that today. I believe he's coming back to get us one of these days. Amen. He's got a perfect place for us. And the way to do that is through this son, Jesus Christ. So every head is bowed, every eye closed. If you want to step out for any reason to come and pray, we're going to ask you to. If you need to for any reason, I don't know your heart. It's not for me to know, but if you want to come and pray for any reason, if you need to, don't let Satan rob you this moment. If you need to come and pray for any reason, just come and we'll kneel at the altar and we'll pray this morning. Does anybody need to? Amen. 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 Every head bowed, every eye closed for this moment. If you don't slip up your hand, just say, just remember me, pray. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. God bless them hands. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. Isn't God great today? Isn't God good? Let's pray right where you're at. Father, today, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you today for your word today. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for these people that hear this today. Father, we pray this word has penetrated into our hearts. And Father, we know that you're Lord today. We know today that you are what we need today, Father. And I pray, Father, for each and every need that's here today, Father. And Satan, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're going to claim victory today. Amen. We're going to claim victory today in Jesus Christ because victory is ours. Victory is ours today. And Satan, nothing you can do about that. Victory is ours. Give us peace. Give us understanding today, Father. And Father, today, we love you today. And Father, be with those that's sick today, Father, those that's battling illness today, Father, that you would just be with them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we praise you today and give you glory and honor. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.